This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of The Overcomers, God's Vision for You to Thrive in an Age of Anxiety and Outrage, written and narrated by pastor and best-selling author Matt Chandler, and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Welcome to The Table Podcast, where we discuss issues of God and culture, brought to you by Dallas Theological Seminary. Welcome to The Table, where we discuss issues of God and culture, and our topic today is human trafficking. I'm Daryl Bach, Executive Director for Cultural Engagement at the Hendricks Center at Dallas Theological Seminary. And I have two very special guests today to discuss this area and the aspect of ministering in this area. We're not going to talk theoretically about human trafficking today as much as talking about how ministry uh, can be done in this area. And I have Katie uh, Pedigo with me, who's from New Friends and New Life. Uh, welcome, Katie. Thank you. And Linda Tomsack, who's actually on staff as a graphic designer here at the seminary. She works on the floor below me at the, in the Hendricks Center building, but she uh, volunteers her time in ministry uh, dealing uh, with uh, girls who have been trafficked. And so um, in the midst of our conversations over the last year, uh, this topic has come on my radar. And thanks to Linda, and so I thought it would be appropriate to have her in. So we're glad to have you, Thank Linda. You. Good to be here. Um, uh, let me let me just begin with some uh, with some information on what New Friends and New Life is all about, because it does a good job also of introducing our topic. It says New Friends and New Life serves women who have been exploited in prostitution, brothels, and clubs. Some are part of the over 300,000 women and children trafficked in America each year. That already is a surprising sentence because I think most people think that human trafficking is something that happens mostly elsewhere. Some are society's throwaways. Some are runaways. Many are enticed by supposed friendships and easy money. The sex trade in this country is quickly becoming as lucrative as the illegal drug trade. National research shows 90% of women in the industry were sexually abused as children. The average age that women begin to work in prostitution is 13 years old. While each woman in our program, we call them protégés, has a unique story, there are common threads. Single moms with literal no support systems, childhood sexual abuse, family violence, teen pregnancy, other traumatic experiences, women who want better lives for their children but lack the tools and the skills to provide a safe and nurturing environment. Well, that's a interesting introduction to new friends and new life. It's the, the little logo here or motto is transforming the lives of women and their children. And Katie, how long have you been involved with uh, New Friends and New Life, and how in the world do you get involved with something like this? Well, I've been the executive director at New Friends New Life for about three and a half years. Mm -hmm. And I started my career as an attorney, mm -hmm. and so I say I'm a recovering attorney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I've met very few of those yeah. people. No, go ahead. <laughs> I am going through rehabilitation as we speak. Yeah. So I practice law and um, just really always wanted to be in human rights. I, mm -hmm. It always interests me. I feel like God really put that on my heart. But I wasn't sure, as you said, mm -hmm. where in America – 
you can do human rights law. And what kind of law, law did you practice? I did employment law okay. and contract law and business law. Okay. And so I had children and stayed home for a while. When I came back to the workforce, I wanted to be in something where I really felt my passion and my God calling. And so New Friends, New Life um, – really let me know that they needed a director with uh, that type of experience. And so it was a perfect fit. So I've been there for three and a half years, and I have been the one truly that has been blessed to be. And you've been learning on the job then, that means, because you certainly didn't learn about this in law school, right? No, no. I mean, you definitely can learn some of the logic, some some strategy. You can Mm -hmm. learn, uh, again, some of the legal issues that come with governance and Mm -hmm. running a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. But certainly, we're all learning together. For no. sure. This episode is brought to you by the Truce Podcast. I'm sure you've been there. You're at an event, a dinner, a small group, and someone says something like, If you're a Christian, you have to vote Republican. Huh. That raises an interesting question. How did evangelicals like me get to the place where we just assumed we'd all vote one way? This season on the Truce Podcast, we're diving deep into the complexity of the 1970s and 80s to understand how evangelicals tied themselves to the Republican Party. It's a story that involves murder, corruption, redemption, and our need to be heard. I'll be talking with celebrated historians like Rick Perlstein, Pulitzer Prize winners Francis Fitzgerald and Jesse Isinger, and some of the best guests I've ever had. Truce is the show that uses journalistic tools to look inside the Christian church. We press pause on the culture wars in order to explore how we got here and how we can do better. Subscribe to Truce anywhere you get podcasts or listen at trucepodcast.com. Wow. And Lindo, how did you get involved in this kind of a ministry? What got you? So, I mean, you know, I think of a graphic designer Mm -hmm. sitting in front of a big computer screen Mm -hmm. most of the day, and that's where I see you most of the time. So, so how, how did you get started uh, ministering in this way? Um, Several years ago, just randomly heard a a radio program on human trafficking, Mm -hmm. and I'd never heard of that before. And I was just I mean, kind of stunned. I mean, and I thought, if that happens to people, I have to do something. And I didn't know what to do. There wasn't much to be found mm-hmm. at that time, much information. So I thought, well, if, if I were a doctor and I were treating a disease, I would learn everything I could about it. So I just kind of started learning. And the more I learned, the more I realized that young girls were being trafficked. And um, and then I heard of a ministry called Alert. Mm-hmm. and. They go into juvenile detention where a lot of girls who are actually trafficked are arrested as prostitutes and they wind up in detention and um, the uh, juvenile justice system is um, intended to rehabilitate, not to punish. And they want Christian groups to come in in and talk to their um, people that are there, the the girls and boys. So we have a ministry with the girls, and we find out a lot of kids don't even realize that they're trafficked. Um, they have a boyfriend who is actually a pimp, and they are arrested for prostitution, um, or they've been trafficked and didn't realize it. And so we are able to share with them. Um, we do a life skills class, and um, it's great. Uh, the girls are awesome, and um, just we love them and and they love us and it's been a blessing. So, so Alert is the ministry that you work with here in Yes, in I Dallas. volunteer with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so so how old I'm just curious how old are these ministries? How old is is New Life New Friends? New Friends New Life has been around okay. for coming 16 years uh-huh. coming this spring and okay. it really started with one woman mm-hmm. and she came and was went to a Bible study
This episode was brought to you in part by the Compelled Podcast, which uses gripping, immersive storytelling to bring Christian testimonies to life. Listen to missionaries, addicts, martyrs, and more who have seen Jesus at work in unbelievable ways. Listen on your podcast app or compelledpodcast.com.